the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon. This is Pastor Joe Sutton. Uh, Back with you again after another hiatus. Seems like uh, every time I get close to coming back on a regular basis, uh, <laughs> the hospital comes to calling. Yeah, something jumps up and bites you. <laughs> yeah, I said, "Oh, I'm finally over the hump, and it just it, uh, the hump gets bigger." But uh, yeah, good. I got a clearance from my doctor this morning. I got out the boot, and now I'm in a, uh, some post-surgical shoes. And, and, <laughs> yeah, he's back. They won't win any fashion award. But, well, we're glad to have you back, despite the uh, poor fashion choices, Pastor <laughs> Joe. They're, they're there. But uh, you know, I it's a subject. You know, when you when you're on your man, it's been since uh, Memorial Day weekend that I've been battling something. Been you know on on my on my back, uh, haven't been able to walk without assistance. Uh, started rehab three times, but start again next week uh, to, to get back to get back in the saddle. Uh, tell everybody, I think I got one more ride left in me. Be anxious to get out there this spring and summer and share the gospel on the street and try to reach young men, change some lives. But the the word that was this kept coming to me uh, when I was laying down and I just meditate on the word of God was faith. You know, just faith. And, and what does it mean to, just to have faith? You know, I mean, we can go through some trials in life with our hard head. You know, we don't even need faith. You know, I mean, we just bully our way through, gut our way through, you know. And uh, and then, but when faith comes into play, that means you really lay it out and you're trusting God. And and these last seven months have helped me to see uh, where I have operated in faith and where I've operated in self, you know, because, you know, I'm stubborn and, and, and I, I just don't think nothing can take me out. And, uh, and so, but I guess uh, how many trials must I go through my son <laughs> before you, before you realize it's no longer you that liveth, but Christ that liveth in you. And, uh, and so I was looking at faith at faith, comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And and I and I, I sat there and I started so I started listening to the word of God. I said I listened to the word of God, you know, whether it was, you know, through uh song, not every song is the word of God, but I'm talking about Bible based songs, 
you know, there's, there's always said there's good music, there's godly music, and there's bad music. And it ain't the secular or the or the, or the, or the religious or whatever. It is there. Some good music is just good music. You know what I mean? And godly music is godly music. So, but just because you say you're a Christian doesn't mean you produce godly music. You know what I mean? It doesn't come from there. It comes from the heart. It comes from his word. And so, but faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So I just wanted to soak myself in the word of God and, uh, and, and increase my faith. You know what I mean? You know, not my faith in my ability to uh, get things done, you know, or, you know, to make a living. But faith that, that God is my ultimate provider. And so I started just listening to the word of God. You know, listen to the, you know, on, you know, I got a little app on my phone that reads the word to me, you know, good old King James version. And I got a new, uh, new somebody contemporary version. <laughs> so I just be listening to the word of God. I just listen. I start, and I start, I start seeing things in the word that I either have forgotten about or was just new. I'm like, wow, did, 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 does God's word really say that? Did, you know, did Jesus really say that? And I started looking, you know, especially at the, at, at the words of Christ. And I was like, wow. And I started going through all that. And uh, and and looking and listening from that standpoint, and and increasing my faith, you know, what I mean, my 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 faith to to get up when others thought that I wasn't going to get up, when others thought that I was about to hang up the towel, you know, what I mean, you know, it was by faith that I was able to walk, not by me. It was just faith that that God was going had not completed what He wanted to complete in me, and He was going to do it. I believed He would do it. You know, Hebrews tells us without faith, it is impossible to please God. You know, God God doesn't want our 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 talent. He doesn't want our stubbornness. You know, what I mean, he, you know, he wants he wants us to operate in faith, believing in Him, trusting in Him. You know, you know, just allowing His Word to be magnified in our life, uh, allowing His Word to be the source of our life and our strength. As the song says, in him I live, and in him I move, and in him I have my being. You know what I mean? You know, just that's where you want. That's where you want to go. You want to reinforce that word and not think from the standpoint of, of your education or not think from a standpoint of your favorite news station, but think from the standpoint of faith. And faith comes about hearing the word of God. We got to get the word in us. If we don't get the word in us, then we're walking around. We could be anything. You know I mean, we could be anything. You know I mean, we don't, we don't want certain people groups to know the word better than us. And we're supposed to be the carriers of the word. Yeah. You know, and as, as believers in Christ. And and so we, we, we need to step up. We need to step up and start operating in faith. You know, one thing to, to you know, I mean, I, I missed a lot. Dude. I, I looked up, I missed the George Floyd riots. I missed the pandemic crisis. <laughs> I missed everything going in and out the hospital. You know what I mean? But, but the one thing I knew is that when I saw the whole answer to, to uh, the pandemic crisis was that a, a, a lot of us in the church were not operating by faith. Right. And I'm not talking about just being foolish and, 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 and running around and, and drinking the Kool-Aid and everything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. 
I'm talking about that. How do you see the problems that are on the earth? How do you see them? Do you see them as need to be solved by the government? Or do you see them as need to be solved by the word of God? Do you see them as need to be solved by you hiding? Or do you need to be seen them solved by you declaring the word of God? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a people person, right? You know, I'm a people person. I have to be around people. I can't sit at home and watch no church service on nobody's TV, computer screen, iPad, nothing. And I got to be there. You know, I've never been 2D. I'm not 2D. I'm 3D, right? You know, and for those of you who know me, <laughs> my wife calls me Reverend Crude. Yeah, I mean, that's why I never got into porn. Porn is 2D. <laughs> if I'm going to get into something, it's going to be 3D. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you gonna see what I got into. It ain't gonna be no little imaginary things right, right, watching somebody else do something. Oh no, that's not me. I'm not gonna watch nobody else praise and sing and worship and preach and then I don't get to. Oh man, I'm gone. So you know, people people was upset with me because I didn't close I didn't close my church down. You know, we kept meeting every Sunday, kept meeting every Tuesday for Bible study. You know, we've had visitors come in and do other things and and, and happy and got the minister, but most importantly, the people who I know who are people they have to be around people, they show up. We still broadcast on YouTube. You know, you can check us out on Sundays on YouTube, and uh, you know, links all over Facebook. You know, just to do that. To, for our members who stayed home because they had to be safe because they were they were high at risk. You know, they whether they had certain diseases or you know their ages. You know, was there. You know, my, my mother-in-law ended up catching COVID. She was 80, and she bounced back and survived and walked away. I had to point out to my grandson why they feeding y'all them stats every night, the murder stats every night, <laughs> the death toll numbers. I said, I said, let me educate you. I said, why aren't they showing you the people who survived? I said, 98% of the people who contract, contract COVID survive. That's good news. No, the news doesn't give us good news. You know, they they give us bad news. They tell us about the one point six percent that pass and keep a number count up there. Last year, almost three hundred thousand people passed from COVID. Eight hundred thousand died from heart disease. I don't see no numbers flashing on the screen for heart disease on the news. Never seen none. Not gonna do it. Yeah, lung lung disease came in number two is six hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean three million people died of different diseases last year, and, and only ten percent of them was from COVID. It, it, it and we make big things out of stuff, and it threw everybody into fear. Yeah, I mean it's one thing to respond by faith; it's another thing to respond by fear. It, it, the, the 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 action may be the same. You may choose to close your church down. You may choose to stay at home. May choose to do like my son, bathe your kids and bleach every night. You know what I mean? You can, you can, you may choose to do a lot of things. You know what I mean? But are you doing them out of faith, or are you doing them out of fear? You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Fear is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. You know, from which which quadrant are you operating out of? You know what I mean? Where, where you operating from? You know what I mean? You know, I'm going I'm to wash my hands and, you know, when I walk into a building, I'll, 
I'll put the I'll put the mask on and go in there. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I'm I'm high risk. I'm a dialysis patient. Plus, I have heart disease. Plus, I got and I got everything. But it's like it's like I'm high risk. But but I don't fear COVID. I respect COVID. It's a difference. I respect him, but I don't fear him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, when you got somebody scared of you, you can just go boo and they run and jump, right? When somebody respect you and you go boo, they ain't gonna run and jump, but they they respect you enough if they see whether your fist balled up or not to see what you what you gonna do. Yeah, you know I mean, and so you you gotta understand the situation, the difference between the two, and 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 how in every health crisis that this world has faced. God has put his people out there on the front line. You know, you know, you know, I grew up Catholic, you know. I'm proud I grew up Catholic. Catholicism taught me some great things. Yeah, I mean, I know that people love bashing Catholicism, say the Pope is Antichrist and all like that because you ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, your leaders act more like the Antichrist than the Pope does. But, you know, that's a whole nother, whole nother chapter of the story. Yeah, I mean, as, as my mother friend said, yeah, we believe it happened more than one wife. Is that what Christians do too? Because they just divorce them and get another one. And so it's, at least we keep ours. You know, what I mean? it's like you know, I'm like, keeping, I'm keeping mine. You know, what I mean, she in the next room. I gotta be, I gotta be careful what I say. But, but, but when we look at it, the, the, are we operating out of out of fear? You know, what I mean, when we do so, I look at at Mother Teresa. Oh my God. That woman is like the modern day saint. And she ministered under lepers in India. And you know what? She didn't catch leprosy. I'm like, this woman had the faith enough to go amongst these people and minister. Healing, comforting. And God kept her. You ain't tell me that God ain't called nobody out there to step up and bring healing and comfort to those suffering from from uh, from from COVID. When the AIDS epidemic came and everybody got nervous and people were scared to say they had it, HIV positive because churches was putting people out. I remember I had just got saved. I said, "Why are they putting these people out?" We must protect everybody. We don't know how it's passed. We don't know that. And my buddy had it, right? He had a little gay lifestyle. They have been saved like seven years. And he came up HIV positive. But he didn't want to tell nobody. He didn't want to ask the church for prayer because he didn't want to get put out. You know what I mean? He, he, he wasn't sure whether our church would put him out or not. And I, and I remember going over his house and wanting to pray for him. And he was always, him and all wouldn't let me pray for him. And finally, you know, he said, you know, you know, it says, Joe, you know, he has AIDS. He just don't want. I said, man, look, I wasn't scared of nothing on the street. And I definitely ain't going to be scared of nothing in church. I said, I'm going to pray for this guy. I'm going to minister his needs. I wash his clothes. I do whatever he needs me to do. You know what I mean? I feed him. It doesn't bother me because I know God will keep me. And that was me. I've been probably been saved about a year. You know what I mean? You know, when you're a young Christian, you just think you're superhuman anyway. Super, super, super crazy. But, you know, but 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 I really believe God was calling me to minister to this guy. And he was going to keep me. And he did keep me. 
He did keep me. You're listening to Isaiah 61, the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. We're going to take a little break and I'll come back and wrap up this subject of faith. Plunge me deeper, let your living water flow. Take me to the deepest ocean of your heart and let me go. Plunge me deeper, let your living water flow. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Begin each workday in the Word with the Ministry Morning here on AM 980 The Mission. Listen to the teaching and preaching of Dr. J. Vernon McGee, Greg Laurie, John MacArthur, and Philip DeCourcy while getting the news updates you need to start your day right. Wish I could play like that. I'm in my grandmother's church. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Always had that one guy with the with the uh, slick hair dude who's waiting for his chance to sing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he comes in here in a minute or two. He comes in a minute or two. <laughs> you can hear the uh, pomade. You can, you, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Beautiful song. Man, I remember uh, when I first got saved, and a friend of mine took me to church, took me to a UPC, United Pentecostal Church. And, uh, and you know, and she said, I want you to close your eyes. And I closed my eyes. And they started singing and preaching, you know, and going at it. And uh Is this slick? I, I thought I was in a I thought I was no, I thought I was in a black church. <laughs> I opened my eyes, I was in a church, I was the, we was the only black people there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, they were getting it. And I'm sitting there like, huh? I didn't know this happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was down in Louisiana, man. I, was, I never forget. I was, I was down there, and they, they was getting it, man. It sounded like, the preacher sounded like R.W. Shambach mixed with, mixed with uh, what, what what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Swagger. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Swagger from Louisiana, too. So it was like, it was going, I was like, huh? Well, they got the mix down there in, in yeah, Louisiana, yeah, don't I they? Like, I, was like, I was like, whoa, where am I at? Right? <laughs> like, it just killed my little racial stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by faith, you know, by faith. Yeah, I mean, we, we have to discern sometimes when when life throws us curveballs or throws us lemons. They say we make lemonade, and that's good. But are we making the lemonade by faith or are we making the lemonade by our ability, 
You know what I mean? And that's some of the questions I had to ask myself as, as I was going through, you know what I mean? And uh, my doctor, he, he would comfort me and tell me that what I was going through was not my fault, not my fault, not my lifestyle and nothing like that. He said, you just have a disease. You got dealt a dirty hand with this one, you know what I mean? And, I mean, it made me feel a little bit better. But at the same time, you know, I know God, I felt like the three Hebrew boys, which is a great example of faith. When he, he said, you know, worship me, or I'm going to throw you in this fire. And they said, King, look, whether God decides to save us or not is not our issue. We know he's able. And with that, they got thrown into the fire. <laughs> And they came out the fire. You know what I mean? And, and that's how I look at when those times come, those difficult times come in my life. You know, I said, whether God chooses for me to go through these things or not, is not the issue that, that troubles me. I, I know he's able to deliver me out of any situation. There's been times in my life, you know, he, he's healed me. You know what I mean? I've, I've, I've grown an ACL when I didn't have an ACL. I've just different things, man. You know, and I'm I'm arguing with the doctor that my ACL got taken out when I was 19 years old, and she said I was in your knee. You got an ACL, you know what I mean? And I had to stop and think about why am I arguing with this? She just told me I God did me a favor, grew me another ACL, and I'm trying to get rid of the ACL. I said, Winning, yeah. I was like, okay, where's my mind? Obviously, my mind wasn't on faith. Yeah, I mean, because I would have took that as a report when she first said it and said, you know, hallelujah, clapped my hand and kept on moving. But no, but but sometimes we get so stuck in this world. You know, we have to remember the words of Paul when he told Timothy, he said, be ye not entangled. You know, he said a good soldier is not entangled in the things of this world. Right. It, it is so easy to become entangled. Because we, we're moving. This is how we live. This is our families. You know, everything like that. It's, it's so easy to lose sight of what's there. And and, and, and I, t- I equate it to the book of Acts. Where they met together daily. And if you're not meeting together with somebody, another believer daily. It don't have to be a church service. Lord knows we're down to once a week if we go once a week. I know some people maybe go twice a month, and then the other two times they watch it on TV. You know what I mean? And, 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 and so it's not like we're gathering together and we're hearing the word of God together and we're growing in faith together. You know what I mean? You know, and so it's not like it's not like we're getting together with our neighbor or or you know, just a family member or friend. Heck, I have a hard time getting together with my wife and talking about the word of God. You know what I mean? She wouldn't say how. I mean, cause, because the things in this world, bills, issues, problems, cold weather, you know what I mean? <laughs> they, come at you, they come zapping at you and they come taking you down. And so I, I encourage you today to increase your faith. Please, God, because without faith it is impossible, impossible. To please him. And faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. You got to get out there and listen. Get, get, get. I use 
uh, this program called Bible is. Yeah, I mean, and almost all of them talk to you now, but that's the one I use because it's it's put out by an organization called Faith Coming by Hearing. So, and uh, they they want to get the Word of God into people's hands uh, in an audio version. So, so once again, faith. Are you operating in faith, or are you operating in fear? Don't look at the end result. Look at the motivation. Don't look at the end result. Look at the motivation. You know, I tell this to my kids all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, how they grow and I can't make them do nothing. But, you know, I just talk to them and tell them. I just said, you know, don't bring fear up in here. You know, don't bring fear up in here. You know, don't be telling me what, what's impossible or what can't happen. You know what I mean? Obviously, you haven't been increasing your faith. This is Pastor Joe Sutton. Pastor Spirit Lord Church in North Minneapolis. Glad to be back. Uh, I'm always going to be an overcomer. I'm always going to be available. Reach out to our page. Talk to us. And remember, faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. Have a great, great, great week in the Lord. <laughs>